Good times, Kyle. Good times. Good times. You know it. That's right. Covering you from your LB1 to your taxi squad, this is IDP Nation. Manning back, bouncing fire to the far side. It's intercepted and running into a touchdown. Your home for the best in IDP and draft coverage. Daniel has time in the pocket, steps up, and he's going to be hit from the side, and he's going down. That's a sack. Here are the hosts of IDP Nation, Hollywood and Kyle B. Welcome back to IDP Nation. I am Hollywood. What's going on, Kyle? What's going on, Hollywood? It's been a while, buddy. It, it has. It has. We've had yeah. a lot going on the past few weeks. COVID for me and a, a yep. job change and, yeah, all kinds of good stuff. Yeah, well, I'm glad you're feeling better, buddy, and I'm pumped for you with the, the new job. So, um, Yeah, the, yeah, the COVID wasn't too bad. Like I said, it was just a few days of this lingering cough or whatever it is is aggravating as hell but whatever but yeah well, good job i'm doing that this week so getting orient orientation out of the way yep yep gotta get you all set up man well that's cool that's very cool well, happy you're feeling I'm better a specialist and, now so you know you are you always have been a specialist man everything yeah. you do is special you know that's right. That's right. <laughs> but yeah, man, it's how about uh, you, man? Bit, you know, I, I've been super busy, uh, work and and uh, all kinds of stuff going on, man. The kids got stuff going. Uh, me and my wife are both been busy with work, and it's been right. it's been a crazy month or so. But things are hopefully starting to slow down a little bit, and you know, regular season football's here, so we gotta, yep. you know. I'm about this just right. Just yeah. time yep. for week one. So. Yeah, we had some craziness happen here before the season, and hopefully we can get her back on track, buddy. Yep, yep. Um, so we might as well get started. I'll let you fire away with the news and notes. All right, man, let's do it. Let's hit her. Um, okay. The uh, biggest piece of news, um, if you watch any kind of football this weekend, I'm sure you've seen it. Um Pittsburgh Steelers linebacker T or edge, even though Hollywood hates it. TJ Watt <laughs> leaves the leaves the game versus Cincinnati with a torn pectoral muscle. Uh, he could possibly return in six weeks with no surgery. I believe he's the latest news that came out this afternoon was he's not having surgery, right? It's going to be six weeks. Um, right. And then uh, Malik Reed uh, is the best in-house candidate as replacement. They're also looking at signing former Washington commander, Ryan Anderson. Um, they, um, traded for Malik Reed in a player and pick swap from Denver in uh, a few weeks back as, mm -hmm. as likely a depth ad. Um, and now that depth ad is turned into a guy who's gonna be pretty important for him. I think, um, you know, it, it's always when you're picking up, if say you're picking up a guy like Malik Reed in a, in a deeper league, it's always good that they went out and got, sought him out. They didn't give up much for him. It was like a sixth and a seventh round pick swap, but at least they went out and sought him out. So hopefully they see him as a fit and he can um, step in and maybe maybe be a little something while TJ Watts out. Obviously that production is going to be not replaceable. He's 
he's uh, something else. Yeah, I mean, I touched on it on the little IDP Nation update when it happened. Yep. And um, it's, like you said, you can't replace that kind of right production. But I think Malik Reed will be a good fill-in. Uh, considering what's on waivers and yep. what they have on their depth chart, he's going to be there. I mean, he had what eight sacks two years ago. So the COVID yep. year, he had he had eight sacks. So he's a pretty good pass rusher. So he had five. five he had five last year and eight two years ago. So I mean, we've seen we've seen him, uh, you know, flash a little bit. So you're right. And uh, you know, we yeah. we played some. And if he's only missing six weeks, then I think he can hold the fort down, right? I mean, it's one thing right. to do it for a whole year or whatever, but just a short, right. short right. span like that, then that might be even better for him. So, yep, yep. And um, you know, we play in some deep leagues, and I'm sure some people listen to do too. And you know, like you said, like you said, when we first were talking about Malik Reed, the waiver wire might be pretty thin, and he's a guy you could look yep. at, pick him up, see what happens, but um. Yep. But yeah, so the latest news is no surgery for Watt. And he he's uh I seen he tweeted out the Terminator, I'll be back if so <laughs> he, he right. said he'll be back. But uh yeah, some unfortunate news for you know one of the premier pass rushers in the NFL, man. Um right. Philadelphia Eagles defenseman Derek Barnett suffered a torn ACL versus Detroit and will miss the season. The Eagles signed Janarius Robinson as depth. Uh that that's a bummer. I mean, I know Barnett yeah. um, has n- never really hit the mark. We've covered it throughout the episodes we've done here. Barnett's never really – well, you got to see plenty of Barnett in college um, being a Vol fan. Yeah. And and, and uh, he just never quite hit the mark that we thought he would. But, you know, we were hoping he could be, uh, you know. No, but he was a good depth piece for you. Depth guy. As a, you sure. know, as a backup, you know, a three or four yep. range guy somewhere in there. But Yep. And then I don't think Janarius Robinson's anything special. It's just right. I noticed that they signed him when they put him yep. on IR. So, yeah. But you never know. Stranger things have happened. You right. know, change the scenery and yep. A lot switch yep. clicks, right? So never know. I'm all over Josh Sweat there in Philly. He's due to to make oh, it yeah. happen. I love Josh Sweat. Um, Dallas Cowboys safety Jaron Kerr suffered a sprained MCL. This is typically a two to four week injury. Um, so there's a bummer. There's a guy that wore the dot and had a big year last year. Um, really, really nice uh, safety for IDP. So probably looking at a Malik Hooker, Donovan Wilson situation. I would think so. Yeah. Yeah. Of course, they've got bigger fish to fry with uh, Mr. Prescott being hurt. Yeah. It's, uh, see, <laughs> obviously, this hurts the defense, but they got a big problem on offense with Prescott being hurt. So. Well, your old homeboy McCarthy's got this under control. Uh, yeah, for a few more weeks. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see how long that lasts. <laughs> uh, the, the Washington Commanders defensive line group continues to take hits. Defensive and Jonathan Allen suffered a groin injury, is sent to undergo an MRI, and rookie defensive tackle Fidarius Mathis was carted off with a torn meniscus. Dang. Um, I I got yeah. quite a bit of Jonathan Allen on my team, especially when he's Me a DT. Um, he's a stud, and this this one sucks. Uh, and and the rookie too, yeah, man. He's got him where you uh, can play him as DT. That's that's yep. That's a big loss if he misses any time. So yep. hopefully it's just something he can kind of. I'm hoping because I, I tried to look earlier and I didn't find any more updates or news. So <clears throat> yeah. Excuse me. So hopefully it's just something he can maybe 
just kind of rest and rehab maybe for a week or so and it yeah. not hurt anything. But if he has to miss any time, that's that's not yeah. going to be good. Groin injuries are tough too, especially for those big fellas, that explosive moves yeah. off the line, right? Kenny Kenny Clark dealt with that a couple of years, and it really affected his play. I mean, you just got to take time and heal up. When he tried to come back the one year, he, he just quite wasn't as dominant. I mean, he still – and Jonathan Allen's a dominant player in there too. But, yeah, groin injuries, right. man, those are tough. So, hopefully, he, like you said, he, just, he can get some rest, heal up, and get back because he's one of the – where you can use him as a defensive tackle, he's really one of the best options after, you know, Aaron Donald who's – the elite of the elite. Um, so hopefully we can get him back at some point. Another big injury here. Um, in last night's game, Seattle Seahawks, strong safety, Jamal Adams left a game with a knee injury and tore part of his quad. Uh, head coach Pete Carroll said that this was a serious injury and will need surgery and will, this will likely end his season. Um, yeah, that, that, that one hurts. And it, he didn't play what he played less than 20 snaps, I believe. I don't even know how many he logged. I believe so. Here. Yeah, it wasn't it was, many. <clears throat> it was early. Um, yeah, that that one stings, man. Um, so familiar face for me. That looks like the yeah Jamal Adams, fifteen snaps. Um, yeah. f- filling in is a, an all too familiar face for me, being a Packer fan, Mister uh, Josh Jones, who I was all pumped about when we drafted him in the second round, and he never quite came to fruition <laughs> like we hoped. But hey. He looks like next man up uh, to start here in Seattle with with Adams out, and he um, he's worth a, he, he's worth uh, Johnny the Greek yeah, price of a mouse click, right? The old Johnny Greek price of a mouse price of a mouse click. So yeah, um, I mean he's going to get the volume, I would think. So right, right. <laughs> I mean that's the first step is getting the volume, right? <laughs> yep, yep, exactly. Getting on the field, getting the snaps, snaps equal opportunity. Um, yeah, so. If you lost Adams or you're just looking for a safety in those deeper leagues, look up Mr. Josh Jones. Um, here's a here's one that's near and dear to your heart. The Tennessee Titans lost yet another defensive end injury. This time it was Deshaun Hand, which further moved second-year Rashad Weaver up the depth chart. So why don't you touch on Rashad Weaver for us? He had a couple of sacks here in week one. And, yeah, um, well. What can you tell us? Well, you know, we lost. Harold Landry, our outside linebacker, or yep. Adrush, or whatever you want to call him, oh, so that hurt. God. And, uh, you know, they've kind of kicked Demetrio Autry to the outside in that position and moved some guys up in the middle to play next to Simmons. So we were already thin there. And, you know, kind of like I was telling the guys on Shoot the Gap last week, uh, they were asking us, like, I'd keep an eye on Weaver because we just we don't have a lot of depth, right? I mean, it. Mm-hmm don't have any depth. So, it, like I said, he's worth a shot, right? And mm-hmm. sure enough, you know, he played a lot more than I even I expected him to. And then with hand out, I think I think he's going to get a really good look <clears throat> now. So, I'd go pick him up. I mean, he's available in some leagues. So, right. go check him out or go check them out and see if you can find him. But, yeah, he's uh, – they really like him. He's a youngster. I mean, they liked him last year, but he was – as a rookie, he was just making – you know, the, the rookie mistakes, and they had a mm-hmm. solid line with Dupree and Landry, so they didn't have to force him into yeah. playing. Um, but with these injuries like this, it, it's like you say, it's next man up. So it's one thing to lose one player, but when you start losing your depth, now yeah. you got to force these guys in. And I, I think he could be a, a really good player. He's going to have some ups and downs, but I think he's going to be a good player. He had, what, three tackles, two sacks last week. Yeah, yeah. So. Really yeah, good nice showing, day. and he didn't even start. So that that's what that's even better. You know, he, 
playing a limited role and he's still putting up really good numbers. Absolutely, man. No, that's good stuff. Um, you had a nice day. And like you said, man, they, they're in need uh, of pass rusher there with all the injuries. So good stuff, man. Um, the Atlanta Falcons restructured linebacker Deion Jones's contract. Um, so I put the question on there. Could they be gearing up to try and move him once he's back? Is You know, make it restructuring his contract. I, I think I saw it had some void years. So does that make it a little easier? Um um, I don't know if they had. Yeah, I think suitors. it was what three they three added voided years or something. Yeah, a- yeah. and then they turned like so much of it into a signing bonus, like eight and a half million yep. or something. So to kind of kind of soften the blow financially, if if they were to move. Yeah, I think so. Strong. I think it's a cap related move is really what it is. So I mean, he's on IR. He's going to miss four weeks for sure. And mm-hmm. when he comes back, you know, like maybe there wasn't a ton of suitors before the season when the, all those rumors were up, but we know how it goes in season injuries pop up and right. teams might need a piece. And they, they rolled out Michael Walker and, and Rashawn Evans as their full-time guys um, week one. And they, you know, they have Troy Anderson waiting in the wings and, you know, you never know. And the restructuring of contract doesn't hurt your ability to, to move them if it makes it a little easier financially. So exactly. we <laughs> shall see when he's eligible to return here in a few weeks. Um, and who knows with somebody, God forbid, there may be an injury or something, right? Somebody may lose somebody oh, yeah. a linebacker and, yep. and need See it him all the time. There you go. Yep. Yep. Absolutely. It happens all the time. Um, the Chiefs place cornerback Trent McDuffie on injured reserve with a hamstring injury. Um, so that's a bummer there. He was a rookie corner. I was kind of excited about it. I was a big fan of his coming to Washington. Um, <laughs> right. That was a bummer. And lastly, yep. Houston Texans linebacker Camu Grugier-Hill had a huge 18-tackle, 14-solo performance versus the Colts this week. So quite the day for Grugier-Hill. I did not see that coming. So I had written him up in my uh, waiver article. And, you know, with like I said, with all the random – I mean, obviously they drafted Christian Harris in the third round, but he's on IR right now, so he's not eligible to play. But they had a bunch of right. random – Bunch of random linebacker signings, right? Kevin Pierre Lewis, Jalen Reeves, Maven, Blake Cashman, Neville Hewitt. You know, we knew Kirksey would be wearing the dot, calling the defense. He did last year. They brought him back, paid him pretty decently. And you know, it was always kind of in my I know Grugier Hilp was a great pickup for everybody last year, but I kind of wondered with all these weird signings and they were talking up Reeves Maven and so many others. I thought, man, is this gonna be like a rotation or a weird you, you never know, right? And it wasn't because Houston played a pile of snaps. It was 92 defensive snaps, and Grugier Hill and Kirksey played all 92 of them. So, um, and and uh, you saw the results. An 18 tackle day for Grugier Hill. So, love it. Yeah, and the, and the weird thing was, <clears throat> we were talking about uh, on shoot the gap, um, some players and uh, Christian Kirksey was brought up, and I, you know, I felt like me and Nate was talking about him. <clears throat> Excuse me. And we both kind of felt like he would have a good game, and he did. I think he had, what, seven or eight, nine tackles. So, I mean, of course, when you're facing Jonathan Taylor and they're running him 30-plus times a game, <laughs> all the opportunities are going to be there, right? Doesn't hurt when you're playing the Colts but, and Jonathan yeah. Taylor. Yeah. But the thing of it was is their safeties had a ton of tackles too. Jalen Petrie yep. and um, – Jonathan Owens. The other one, but they, they had – Jonathan Owens, Yes. 
Yeah. They had some guys that were all way over 10 yeah. plus tackles. So, yeah, you know, yep. that might be something if that trend continues, those may yep. be some guys you want to try to grab yep. somehow. Yeah. I mean, they all had big games. You got to keep in mind they did play 92 defensive snaps. So, I mean, they were out there a ton, which helps. But, man, the, the, the IDP outputs is awesome. And I, I loved seeing yeah, but the, you got to think, right? You, you, Indianapolis is running with Taylor. You, you yep. face them. You got to play them again. You got to play the yep. Titans twice with Henry. Yep. Probably yep. the same mo. Oh, um, they're gonna. And then you guys Jackson are gonna pound Taylor. the rock, man. Yeah. Yep. Oh yeah, and I would imagine Jacksonville will try to sure. follow suit and do the same. <clears throat> so yeah, there'll be a lot of opportunities there. Absolutely. Uh, good stuff, man. And that's what we um, got. That's that's before. that's news and notes. Awesome. Look at you. You've been away for. Two or three weeks, and it's like you never missed a beat, buddy. Hey, I, I appreciate that. But credit to you because you, you trained you put, well, young Padawan. <laughs> and you did put in 98% of those news and notes. I think I added two. <laughs> so, you know, well, as usual, I've got to carry yeah, it. You know, I know. I know it's been, I know it's been, you know, a few weeks or a month since we got to sit down and do this, and nothing's changed. You got to carry the load, right? You know. <laughs> That's right. We can take a couple of weeks off and come back like we never missed a beat, man. Right. Yep. Yep. Um, before we get to our players of the week, <coughs> excuse me, I want to thank MFL.com for sponsoring our listener leagues. You know, our two listener leagues and then our Campus to Canton for uh, Divi IDP Ground Lay sponsor. Um, they do such a great job. Uh, we want to shout out to them. They do a lot of stuff that people don't see charity-wise. Yes, free, they do. You know, supporting yep. charity leagues and stuff. And I think they should, for all the bad stuff they kind of get hit at, right? I think they should be commended for this too, you know. Um, mm-hmm. Yep. Their share for all they do. And, and anytime I've had issues, they've always been quick to answer it, you know, go support a ticket here. But even if I've got a ticket supported, I'll reach out and they'll be like, well, just do this, this, and this. And <clears throat> it's always been quick fix. So, we thank them for that, and then we want to thank Action Twenty Four Seven, locally owned gambling site for Tennesseans by Tennesseans. I know our buddy Sean um, that listens to us; he's checked them out. Uh, he likes it, um, but they got all the big. They've got the same odds as all the big guys, right? Um, it's a nice, clean, easy to use site. Baseball, basketball, football, ping pong, basketball, and hockey. Yeah. Basketball and hockey be starting up what a few weeks, so Go we're Preds. fixing to hit a window where Go Preds, that's right. <laughs> where everything's going right. I mean, you can yep. literally yep. baseball, football, basketball, hockey, Formula One, yep. NASCAR, yep. darts, ping pong, soccer, even AAA baseball if you know it well enough. So um, they do the USFL and all that stuff. So yeah, go check them out. And if you're a first time depositor, use our promo code Hollywood One Hundred. And they'll match your uh, deposit up to four hundred. So if you put in four hundred, they'll give you four hundred. That's eight hundred bucks. So <clears throat> go check Man. them out. And then anytime you make a deposit, you're helping support us, and uh, we appreciate that. Yes, we do. Absolutely, man. That's we we certainly do. That's a pretty awesome. You know, deal like too. our buddy Shane is the worst. Says you know, if you support us like that, we like you more than we like our regular listeners. <laughs> you know. <laughs> That's funny. Not that it's going to get you anything special, but we just like you all, right? <laughs> <laughs> Shane kills me. I'll, I'll listen to uh, yeah, he's funny. Dynasty Trades HQ all the time. And uh, it, it, it's crazy. 
But uh, I joined their Patreon, and their regular show can't hold a candle to the Patreon. So I bet. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, it's uh, Shane is something else. I love him. Um, speaking of Patreons, check ours out too, right? Uh, we'll yeah, yeah, yeah. One, I'm thinking next week. Yep. We'll try to do a new episode next week. Our Patreon's actually growing pretty well. We've got ugh, 17, 18 members, something like that. We've got the group chat that's always got something going on. Yep. Um, we just did a giveaway, right? Yep. DJ yep. Black won. I've got to get that yep. mail to him. So, <clears throat> yeah, I've got a little prize pack i got to put together and, and mail to him. So he won that. So, you got, yeah. your, uh, got your, your IDP Debbie ranks in there? Right. Yeah, all the IDP. If you're in, if you get our top tier, I've got all kinds of crap going on. Yeah, those IDP right now. Articles and rankings. IDP, I think the rankings yeah. is up to 150 now. Wow. Yeah, and I'm working on some stuff behind the scenes on it. Might take a little while, but hopefully some of that stuff will update automatically. Uh, our buddy Justice that in some of our leagues <clears throat> yeah. he's working he's going to help me with some stuff behind the scenes that i don't know how to do so um like stat wise maybe the stats will update automatically on the oh, spreadsheet oh look at that be really cool so yeah that's awesome well don't ask yeah, me about anything stuff, okay. don't ask me anything technology based because i'm yeah i'm out yeah same here um i'm not uh <laughs> i made this talk with one of my buddies at work one time i'm not sick tabby no and I was trying to say tech savvy. So it stuck. Yeah. Yeah. You you ain't sick. I was really tired that day when that one popped out. So <laughs> I ain't sick tabby, baby. <laughs> oh, hey, that could be the name of our show tonight. Sick tabby. Sick, sick tabby. That's right. <laughs> there it is. We always struggle to find it. There it is. Yeah, it usually shows up somewhere, huh? Yeah. Um anyway. Players of the week. Um, I'll let you go first because this is a really good one, Dave. Okay. Am I muted? No. Okay. Good. Um, yeah. So my player <laughs> of the week. There was. <laughs> um, I mean, there was some some good good options to pick from. We just talked about Camu Grugier Hill. I love your selection, but I picked Minka Fitzpatrick from the Pittsburgh Steelers. Uh, he had a huge day. Fourteen tackles, ten solos. One interception for a touchdown, and he had a blocked extra point at the end of regulation that forced overtime, and Pittsburgh ended up going on to win the game. So that was the thing, while well, the pick six that helps too. Um, that really the well, that pick this, six was pretty too. It was, dude. It was pretty, and then that <laughs> it, then he makes the clutch. I mean, because all Cincinnati's got to do is kick that extra point. And it's over. Make yeah. a make a blocks it. They go to OT. Pittsburgh gets the dub, and he had 14 freaking tackles to go on top of those two huge plays. Impact so, plays, man. Yeah. Um, Impact plays. Yeah. He, uh, I was, when I was picking through the last couple candidates, I was like, man, it, you know, those, those huge impact plays to go with them, that, them, uh, freaking 14 tackles just had to go yeah. with Minka. Big day. Um, and he had a big year last year, and he started it off again with a bang. So, yeah. And, Coincidentally, I'm watching the replay right now on NFL Network. It just went to the half. So, <laughs> oh really? Yeah, um, but yeah, I love the Minka pick. Uh, 14 tackles. That's kind of what you expect from him. You know, eight, nine, ten tackles. So to get above that, that's that's going above and beyond. But that's big. People time. say, well, you can't depend on the interceptions and the impact plays, but 
no, but when you're getting eight, nine, ten plus tackles a game, yeah, and then you get those impact plays, that just really changes things, right? And I think he's one of the few yep. players that can do that. Um, <clears throat> so mine, <laughs> and I feel like I've mentioned Shoot the Gap podcast because we were kind of all over the place the other night, so we're we're talking about some of this, right? So. You know, we were talking about the Joey Bosa and um, Khalil Mack addition to to Bosa, and they were, yep. We were kind of going over our rankings on Fantasy Pros, our weekly rankings, and some of those guys, uh, Nate Markham, Jorge Edwards, and Mike Waller, and I, you know, picked Joey, and I was like, eh, I think Mac's going to be the play, right? You know, week one, new yep. team, fired up, playing his old team, the Raiders, right? Division rival. And uh, I had no idea he was going to have this big of a game, but I felt like he would have a pretty good showing. And I think he's going to, I think you're going to see this type of Mac all year, but he had, um, um, he had five, or he had six tackles, five solos, three TFLs, three sacks, and he forced a fumble. And I think that's the kind of game, that's the old Mac we're used to seeing. Right. And, we were starting to see that last year because Nate kind of mentioned that. He's like, well, he only played seven games last year, but he was having, he had seven sacks through the first seven games. So <laughs> he was really having a good year last year for Chicago and got hurt and had to miss the rest of the season. So, um, but yeah, I, I like Mac um, going forward a lot. I don't know that he's not going to have three sacks every game, but right. he's going to be an impact player. And I think playing opposite a player like Joey Bosa, with a Derwin James behind him and you know, that triangle, that, that triangle is real. When you've got two edges and, and a safety that can play like that, good things happen. So, and then of course they've got one of the better QBs in all of football. So oh, he's awesome. And hey, boy, he's, he's good. Oh, he's so good. But I'll, I, I just want to say, you, oh yeah. Yeah. He's Herbert's phenomenal. Um, I just want to say you've been on the Cleo Mack train all off season. Leading up to the year, too. I have. Yeah, yeah, I wrote back in August. I wrote a piece, you know, when he first got trade. Uh, yeah, traded to uh, the Chargers, right? Mm-hmm. I wrote up the change of scenery piece, and uh, I just, it, I just felt like it was the right piece, right? Uh, you yeah. know, they had right. Melvin Ingram for so long beside Joe, or on the opposite side of Joey, and he was really good, right? He was mm-hmm. eight to ten sacks. But he played well with Joey, and mm-hmm. Mac is that same type of player, but another couple levels above what Ingram is. Right, Ingram was kind sure. of regressing. I think Mac is still in his prime. I really do because he's still a pretty young guy. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there were the questions. Well, playing that, if you'll go back when he first started with the Raiders, he first player to win All Pro. Pretty sure his first player ever to win all pro in the same season as a defensive end and as an outside linebacker. So um, he knows how to do that. Right. I mean, and, um, and they, they think- saw him. We, we, we were talking about this probably a while, well, a few shows ago with this charger defense, right. They made it a point to go out and get him. Right. So they Staley yes. saw him as a fit. Right. And then on the interior, they struggled so bad against the run. And we were talking about this, I believe a while back and, you know, they, they made some changes on the interior. They go and get Sebastian Joseph Day. They bring in Austin Johnson. And 
you know, they get some big, they draft, they draft that Otito Agbani out of UCLA. who's a big dude who can eat some blockers. And they got and, Jerry uh, Taylorine up in the middle. Jerry Taylor. So, I mean, like they went out and got some pieces to make this front, what Brandon Staley probably envisioned. And they would made it a point to go get Cleo Mack. And it doesn't hurt when you're playing opposite of Joey Bosa. And, you know, Cleo Mack, it's going to be on a mission to show he still got it, right? Because he's been banged up oh, yeah. a little bit. And, and uh, I mean, you call that you've been on the Cleo Mack train, and he's he, he, he certainly started off with the bang. And I love it, man. That's a good call. It's you had to, man. You, you've been you've been uh, all over Mack. I've, I've seen you trade for him in a couple <laughs> leagues, and he he didn't disappoint in his first week. And yeah, uh, yeah what I, is I, it? I, Our I buddy Dooge, his um, defense wins championships and works. There's only, right? And yep, I traded yep. uh, what was it a second or was it a first? No, it, it was, was a second because I second. Yeah, yeah, because I traded a first for uh, Leonard. Yes, yes, yeah. So yeah, I mean, I just I just had that feeling it was going to be. It was everything lined up for it to be a good fit, right? So yep. Um, yep. I can't get them all right. <laughs> hey. Um, and you know, we'll get, talk about one that maybe I didn't have right, and maybe some others. I know it's one game, but we'll we'll talk about one maybe that I've kind of missed on here. But um, yeah, man, if those two, if uh, Mac and uh, Minka can play like that all year, whew, man, that's yeah. going to be something else. Watch out. Um, and we'll kind of lead into this. Um, our one trade. So Team A traded away. Defensive end Chase Young and safety Kyle Duggar to Team B, who traded away <clears throat> a 2023 third defensive end Khalil Mack, who we just spoke about, and then linebacker Josie Jewell. Mm. Is this a balance scoring? League? So it, it is a dynasty league. It's balanced scoring. Uh, so your defense scores in top ten. I mean, it's. It's it's it, if you have a really good player with a really good season, they can score right up there with, you know, a Derrick yeah. Henry season or an Aaron Rodgers season. So it's not like it's sw- the scoring is swayed one way or the other. You can build your gotcha. team defensively if you wish. So <clears throat> you, I, I feel like you were involved in this trade. I am involved in this trade. You and I know what side you're and on. This is not a league that we're not in. <laughs> yeah, you you probably do. <laughs> Um, cause I've seen you trade chase young. I know you're, you're a little down on him, obviously. And I know you're a big Cleo Mack fan. And just looking at these players, I'm like, man, I bet you Daryl's involved in this one. Um, <laughs> this, I mean, if so, did you, did you say the pieces? I don't even remember. I was too busy reading it. Did, did you announce what the trade was? Yeah, it was chase young and, oh, okay. and Kyle Duggar. Yeah, okay. For a two thousand twenty-three third, Khalil Mack and Joey Bosa. <clears throat> no, Josie Jewell. That's or Josie Jewell, yeah. Josie, that's what got me confused. Okay, so yeah, I Josie mean, Jewel. if it, I feel like if Team A getting Chase Young and Duggar is willing to gamble on Chase Young and maybe isn't quite a big competitor, it makes sense. And if your team, because I know you got Khalil Mack, is looking like a strong competitor, it makes sense because Khalil Mack. You were high on him. You feel like he's going to have a nice bounce back. Josie Jewell didn't play the first week, but I feel like he's going to be the guy in Denver when he's ready. I, I, everybody was on the Josie Jewell train. So 
I mean, I feel like your team's got to be a competing team. The other team's probably looking to get a youth movement here. I like Duggar a lot in New England, and yeah. you got to hope Chase Young bounces back. Yep, so a little bit of the backstory here. <clears throat> I did trade away Chase Young again. So if I'm not mistaken, <laughs> I had it's zero every, shares. It's every league. <laughs> I've traded – you know, well, last year I was fortunate enough I traded him this time last year before the season started. Yep, well, yep you did. First-round picks out of him. And you're not doing that this year with the injury and all that. So yep. um, uh, they they – come to me with the Chase Young deal and said, hey, what what would it take? And I thought, well, I'll, you know, I like Max, so I'll take him. Um, mm-hmm. I didn't really want to give up Duggar, but they needed a safety. And I was like, okay. The one thing that kind of swayed it a little bit is the Blake Martinez deal, right? Mm-hmm. Just mutually parting with the Giants or whatever. So that killed me. That killed me at linebacker. You need a linebacker. So I got the jewels yeah. to throw in it, uh, as the uh, other piece. And then I think the draft pick, you know, we draft seven rounds. So I think a third round pick, that's not too bad, right? Especially in next year's class. So hey, in, in, ID, <laughs> in an IDP uh, rookie draft. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So I feel the need linebacker and got something back for, for young. Right. Um, yeah. And I was as high as anybody on Chase Young coming out. And I know you were. I don't know these these last couple of years. Maybe it's the injuries or whatever. But if I've just I don't know. I've kind of really not pumped the brakes. I've hit the brakes on him, right? Because I'm oh, yeah. I, him I, like everywhere. So every league, uh, maybe I'm wrong for have. doing that. But yeah, yeah. No, it's I I could see this deal making sense um, for both squads for sure. And you, right. you're sticking to your guns, moving young where you can. So. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think with the injury part, because I've a lot of people's asked me about Chase Young, right? So, yeah. I think with the injury now, like I said last year, you could trade him and get a first round pick and, or, you know, second round, whatever the case may be. But mm-hmm. I think this year with the injury, you got to get a little more, more creative. And I think this is a way you can do it, right? Add a couple pieces, maybe get a draft pick or something. Yep. So you can you're not going to get full value back for any player that's injured. I don't care if it's offense or defense; it's just not going to happen. Mm-hmm. But maybe you can work a deal like that where you can get some of it back, right? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, I dig it. We didn't really have a main event for today. Um, I don't know how much you got to watch a week one because we've been so busy. Um, before we get to our listener questions, uh, anything stand out to you week one? The upsets, any players, right? Any team? Yeah. Uh, just the oh, flat out upsets, and it all it went all the way to Monday night. I mean, I thought Denver uh, would handle Seattle. You know, I know it was uh, a home game for Seattle, and but I thought Russ would. Obviously, the end of the game was pretty controversial, and everybody's talking about the field goal attempt and running the clock. But I thought that, De- and Denver moved the ball. They were horrible in the red zone. You know, with those fumbles, and so there's an upset. Cincinnati loses to Pittsburgh because they just turned it over like crazy in the first half. Um, the Colts and the so Texans tied that game, though. Right after the way it started with all the interceptions <clears throat> and fumbles, yep. for them to even be in that game and take it to overtime, that was crazy. Yep, yep. Colts and the Texans tie. I mean, everybody had the Colts in that one. That's awesome. Um, I, I yeah, love it's that. crazy. They suck um, so my, bad, neither one of them can win. Your your Titans got upset. 
Kyle, you're fired. That was uncalled for right there. And my Packers looked even worse, is what I was gonna say. Yeah. I had <laughs> so um yeah, it was a pretty wild week one. <laughs> Which is a listener question. So so our buddy Sean and by the way, Sean, you will no longer be allowed to submit questions to us. He wants to know, uh, are the Titans or the Packers going to – who's going to win the uh, first-round pick in 2023 draft? The first so. overall pick. <laughs> yeah. We're bringing in the bus already and packing it in. Eh? Yeah. Yeah. So Sean's no longer allowed to submit questions to us. So he's fired. <sighs> Our buddy Sean. You firing Sean? <laughs> I'm firing Sean. That was just uncalled. Wow. Yeah. Sean got fired before I did tonight. No, no. Go back and listen. I, I fired you just moments before he was fired. When you did said you my Titans lost. I said, yeah, I did. See, you don't even pay attention to me. Well, I was lead. I was trying to lead it before I got, before you got a chance to fire me. I was going to try <laughs> to lead into my, to my saying the Packers were even worse. <laughs> right. Didn't get there. Uh, yeah, it, okay. was a, it was a horrible weekend for, for oh. us. San Francisco losing. San Francisco. Yep. yep. I knew I was missing another upset. Yep. yep. That was just the, but you know, those those muddy games like that it was a just a downpour, sloppy muddy game. That yeah. always is it's I mean that that's far from a sure thing, no matter who's playing in the NFL, because it's just a mess. You know? Yeah. But I love those games, right? Those weather games. I oh no, them. yeah, yeah. But I mean, like and San Francisco was such new, a heavy favorite. It sucks that they're new. Uh, what do you call it? Um, I can't help you here. I'm not sure. Oh, frick. I'm forgetting the word. Anyway, their new stadium that they're building, the presentation, or it's not presentation, oh, it's something okay. else. Um, but they're wanting to do a dome. And I, I man, I hate these domes. I do. I, I, right. I want to see football was meant to be played <laughs> in the rain. It was meant to be played in the snow. It, uh, I, I, don't get me started on that. But, um, how good did Buffalo look on Thursday? Oh, man. yeah. yeah. They they played nickel defense and didn't blitz once and got what's a ton of pressure and seven sacks. It was insane. When when you when you got a front line like that, they can do that. that you don't have to Josh, blitz. No, it was it didn't blitz once, and they. I mean, Josh Allen was dealing. He threw a couple picks, but the first two weren't his fault. Right. And uh, but he looked, he looked awesome. He was stiff arm. defensive backs. Yeah, that Buffalo front, outside of Von Miller, they're super young. Boogie Basham, Ed Oliver, Gregory Rousseau, yeah, AJ Epineza looking good now. Right, Year there's three. your boy. There's, there's your boy. boy. Yeah. So man, yeah. So you know, I, I like the way I, I've always been a McDermott fan. I love the way he builds his defensive yep. fronts, right? Because he did the same thing in Carolina with the young guys, and then you mix in that one veteran that's really good to help them. So, yeah, man. Um, they didn't disappoint. Von Miller didn't disappoint, neither did that defensive front. They were they were on it, man. Yeah. They, yeah, uh, uh, the, the Rams just struggled with with uh, with that front. So, Yeah. yeah they, football's uh, back, right? <laughs> it, went, it was a wild week one. It always is. It seems like it always is, right? Yeah, it's they always say don't overreact, right? Right. It's, it's, it's tough. It's tough. <laughs> it the freaking giants. Always is, oh. man. Yeah. Ugh. 
I don't know if you saw the the any of the Green Bay game, but the the uh, Vikings got the ball first, marched it down the field, they get the touchdown. Okay, and it's like, all right, you know, they're pumped. They're at their house. Beat, they get up early in Green Bay. Our first play from scrimmage, we get a uh, a go out to uh, a, a pump and go to Christian Watson, wide open. He just roasted Patrick Peterson. Rodgers lays it in and he drops it. First play from scrimmage should have been a 75-yard touchdown. Oh, and uh, I was flipping back and forth and I missed it, but yeah. I did keep it on the replay. And I was like, oh. Oh, my God. I ended up going over to my buddy's house to watch it, and we all were just – our jaws just dropped. Because when as oh, soon as he God. let it go and it panned out, you know, on, the, on this big screen, you could just see Watson's by himself. And we're like, oh. And then it oh. just – and. When that when that happened, you just knew it was going to be uh, bad juju from there. <laughs> it was, it was. Yeah, but it's uh, you know it it's a long season. He'll get better. Yeah, Mister Mister Daniel Hunter was back. He looked good. Yes. Yeah. Yep. Darius Smith got to lay a lick on his old teammate. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, they, they you know he enjoyed that. Oh yeah. Yep. Um, yeah. No, Daniel Hunter looked good. Darius looked good. They. They got a lot of pressure on us. Our offensive line, uh, I had it struggled at times. Um, you know, we, we were missing back to Aaron Jenkins, and some of the young guys struggled. And Daniel Hunter and Zadarius Smith aren't guys you can struggle with. <laughs> they, they'll eat you up. No, but uh, yeah, yeah they'll, they'll they'll show you where you're weak at real quick. So yeah, absolutely. Yeah, they took it to us, and it was what it was. You know, but on to week two. On to week two. Yes, week one. Did not happen. <laughs> it was a figment of everyone's imagination. Right. right. Um, yeah, that was a a crazy week one. And then some of the injuries, like we talked about earlier with the Cowboys, yep. that press got getting – did you watch any yep. of that game? Because he hit his yeah. thumb, yep. finger. I think it was his thumb, right? Yep. So then their I hands got the first time he hit it. Yeah. Yeah, his hand got bent back. And then the second time, that same – it was just a few plays later. He hit yep. somebody up helmet, and I was like, "Oh, this this can't," because he kept looking at, it and I was like, "That's not good." That's mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. And then That's I see today, good, so. Jerry Jerry Jones is trying to be optimistic, saying four weeks. So they were oh, saying six to eight. They were saying six to eight weeks, and now Jerry Jones is saying four. But we'll see. But it, yeah, it's definitely. Yeah. Tough. I mean, may, maybe he gets lucky and it's four weeks, but if, yeah. I mean, it'd be yeah. good for them if it is, but. Right, right. Absolutely. We shall see. Micah Parsons look good, though. Oh. oh. He, he is just a handful. That spin move, when he got the oh. spin move sack, that was insane. Yeah. He is he something is just, else, man. Mm, yeah, he's just. <sighs> one of I the need... best I've seen in, in forever, right? Yeah, right. Which goes back to something we've talked about, because I heard him say it on the show, and I was like. You know, when it, when he first came out, you know, we were doing our player profiles for the IDP guys, draft guides, you know, and mm-hmm. um, talked about it, how in high school he was a defensive end, yep. went to Penn State, transitioned to linebacker, and they said something about, you know, for a linebacker, you know, you, you do so well. And he's like, well, I played defensive end in high school. It's not like this is my first time, you know, yeah. they moved me to linebacker. So, right. So that just goes to show you when you're 
you know, what you do in high school, it, it follows you, right? <laughs> Even if you change positions and if you land in the right, with the right teams that know how to use you, yeah. those traits and skills, they, they stick with you. So, yeah. I, man, he is so fun to watch, though. Oof. He is. Yeah, he is. He is a blast. Yes, he shall. He shall is. Mm-hmm. Um, so we'll move on to our listener questions here. Um, and all of them are coming from Twitter this week. Um, our first one comes from the Motor City Spartans pod, podcast at MC Spartan Pod. So, uh, big shout out to them. Uh, nice. For yeah, following. shout out. Uh, thank you very much yeah. for uh, listening. That's um, awesome. He says, I have Daniil Hunter, Matt Judon, and Robert Quinn as my defensive ends with Cameron Hayward and Jeffrey <clears throat> Simmons at defensive tackle. So I'm assuming this is position specific. Yeah, I, I think so. He's got this listed. And he would like to know, is Trayvon Wonker, Jonathan Gennard, or Quiddy Pay, would they be upgrades over he first said Robert Quinn. That was his question. Would those three be an upgrade over Quinn? And then I asked him who his other ones were, and he told me. Okay. Um, so he's looking to possibly replace Robert Quinn. Um, yeah, he I'm said, all, would they be upgrades okay. over Robert Quinn as my DN3? Uh, and then I asked him who the other ones was. So, um, yeah, I mean, I know Quinn had a good year last year, and Quinn had a slow start this year, whatever. But either way, uh, I'm all over Quiddy Pay. Um, he was one of my breakouts I wrote up for the IDP draft kit and I've been trying to get him where I can. Um, I think Cody pays in for a nice bump this year. And he started off with a bang week one against Houston. He had seven tackles, um, two sacks, two quarterback hits. I mean, big week one. Uh, He played like, I think it was 79 or 80% of the snaps. So nice workload for him. And I'm I'm all over Quiddy Pay here. I, th- I think I make the move um, um, to get him and, and uh, drop Quinn and pick up Pay. How about you? Yeah, I mean Walker's the hot topic, right? Because I like Walker as well. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but I'm with you. I think if if I make that move, I, I'm going with Quiddy Pay, and I like him a little bit better a few weeks down the road when they get. Darius Leonard back or Shaquille? I, I, I just can't. It's, I can't get used to that it's yet. We're, we're going to screw it's, that it's up all <laughs> I'm not. It's Darius. Um, <laughs> uh, but when they get him back, I think that's definitely going to help pay, right? Um, mm-hmm. Yep. I think losing Khalil Mack kind of hurts Robert Quinn a little bit. Uh, now I know they got some young we've, guys up there. We've seen Quinn have a big year, have a down year, have a big year, have a down <laughs> Yeah, he's been. I like I like Robert Quinn. He, he had an awesome year last year. Don't get me wrong. He did. Dude, dude can play. Um, but. I th- yeah, I think if you're wanting to move Quinn or off your roster, then I would agree. I think it's Quiddy Pay would be the one I would look at. I dig it, man. Yeah, I'm, I'm a big Pay fan. I mean, you can call me a Michigan homer all you want, but the dude can play. Yep, he sure can. Um, our buddy Sean that I fired a minute ago, um, he wants to know, and it's kind of piggybacking off this. He said, "Did the Jaguars make the right decision selecting Walker with the first pick?" Um, I've not been the biggest Walker fan. I just think he's going to be 
there's too much pressure on him as the first overall pick, right? Um, but through what we've seen through preseason and week one, looks like I'm going to be wrong, right? Um, I know it's a small sample size, but uh, he, he sure has looked good. Um, did they make the wrong decision? It's too early to tell, really, to be honest. Um, it doesn't appear that way because he played good. Jonathan or uh, Josh Allen, their other defensive end, played really well. Um, they've got some linebackers. Um, considering how they drafted, right? Mm-hmm. How about um, Devin Lloyd back there with, what, 10, 11 tackles uh, this week? Yep, 90% of the snaps. Uh big, yeah. big role. Yeah, nice debut. We didn't so, get to see well, he played in the third or the third final preseason game, but we didn't get to see him right. before that because of that hamstring, I think it was, or whatever. But um, but yeah, nice, nice debut for Devin Lloyd, too. Um we've both both been fans of his as well. Um yep, I like Walker. Um I, I agree with you. It's it's early to tell. Um I, I've been on record saying Hutchinson would have been my pick. They were going with the you know, the, the guy who tested off the charts and every freaking metric and, and the size yeah. and the length and the, the big projection guy. And, and he's looked good. Like you said, he looked good the preseason. He had a good week one outing. Uh, he had a sack and interception. I mean, but, you know, time will tell. And um, But certainly off to a nice start. Yep. Um, he has another question. He says, um, how much longer are we going to wait on Blake Martinez? So if no one's – if you haven't heard – uh, him and the Jets parted ways, or they released him. However, you want to word it. Um, and I, he's referring to, yeah. He's how long Jets. are we? Oh, sorry, Giants. Uh, how long are you going to wait? I guess for him to sign somewhere. Um, man, these. This is kind of a tough question, right? Because to hold him on your roster, you're basically throwing away a roster spot because he's not on a roster, right? Right, right. Um, And depending on your feelings on him in real football, fantasy football-wise, he's been a monster, right? 150 tackles every year when he's healthy, uh, which is right up there among the league leaders, you know, whether it was with the Packers or the Giants. I kind of wonder if teams have looked at him and it's a money issue. Uh, maybe he's asking too much. I don't know. I got to think he lands somewhere. Right? I, I just – we're week one, so I'm not panicking yet. And he's asking how long are we willing to wait. Maybe – I don't know. Because I have him in a ton of places. So this is a really good question. I mean, everybody knows that I love Blake Martinez. So oh, yeah. for my fantasy <laughs> role, I, I'm, in, I'm in trouble right now. So uh, like I said in the trade earlier, I, I – lost him so I had to make a move um I think if you have the depth at linebacker where you're not completely missing him I think maybe you can hold on to him for a couple more weeks to see if something pans out before you cut him um if not then you know like the league I'm in you can only roster five linebackers because we start two, but it's a small league and it's set up mm-hmm. to force you to make moves. So with such a small roster size to keep a, a linebacker that's 
not on a team, I, I had to make that move, so I had to cut him. So I think if you're in a league like that, even if it's a dynasty league, I think you got to go ahead and cut him. But if you've got the room to hold on to him, maybe a couple more weeks, Kyle, or are you cutting him now? Or you, what do you think? Um, if you got the room and it doesn't affect you making a move that you think could bolster your roster, <laughs> sure, you know, see what happens because somebody could get hurt or he might be waiting for the spot that works best for him. Who knows behind the scenes who he's talking to and, and whatever. But um, I actually, in the IDP Invitational, um, where we have short benches and you can start four linebackers um, and, and linebackers score well, uh, I, I ended up cutting him for uh, Michael Walker because I, I needed a uh, – I needed another linebacker. I wanted to start up another flex uh, linebacker at flex, so I ended up – Picking up Michael Walker, who was you know wearing the dot and, and going to be every down for Atlanta. Um, so yeah, like you, like you laid out in, in redraft, the short bench leagues. Um, I, I'm fine letting him go. If if you can hold him in a dynasty league to see if he lands somewhere, um, why not? But I mean, if, if I think if he's holding you back from picking up somebody that is promising on your waiver wire, I'm, I'm fine. You know, if. Uh, I mean, if, if it, it all depends on league size, right? If, um, say, Pete Werner's sitting out there in your redraft league because people passed him up, Pete Werner had a huge week, and you want to make that move or whatever, sure, absolutely, grab that. Yeah, that that's a no-brainer. Or, you know, it all depends on the leagues. It's um, if, if there's somebody with upside on your waiver wire, I'll, I'm dropping them. If you can afford to keep them and it's not hurting you from making a move, that'll, that'll help your squad. Why not? But, yeah, it couple weeks and see what happens but otherwise if you get somebody you like i'm all about it right um and then we already talked about his other silly question um <laughs> we won't repeat that one uh, <laughs> the one um, that got him fired <clears throat> yeah yeah the one that yeah 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 <laughs> uh, um and we have one more so this is from twitter as well mcbizzo at Nick underscore Bizzo. He says, which two linebackers should I start for the rest of the season? He's attached his lead scoring. So um, he's got quite the group here. <coughs> so he's got CJ Mosley, Nick Bolton, Denzel Perryman, Jordan Hicks, TJ Edwards, Mikhail Walker, Tremaine Edmonds, Devin Lloyd, Cody Barton, Quincy Williams, Camus Gruger-Hill, and Christian Kirksey. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. And he has a second question here in a minute, but he's also showed his scoring. So it looks like, uh, let's see, tackles are one, assist are yep. a half a point, sacks are two, interceptions are two. This looks like it's a U-Haul, uh, U-Haul, Yahoo League. Um, you defensive touchdowns are six. You ha, uh, <laughs> you ha. Uh, so it looks like your impact plays are all two sacks, interceptions, yeah. force fumbles, recoveries, safeties, block kicks. Um, interesting that tackles are one and assists are a half. Um, and these are all off ball linebackers, they're not edge rushers or outside linebackers. You know, in the sacks are only worth two, but these are all. You know, we're not looking at a uh, um, TJ Watt situation, even though he's hurt. You know what I'm saying? Rashawn Gary, where they're labeled outside linebackers. These are all off ball guys. 
Um, right. And he's at, his question was, which two linebackers should I start for the rest of the season? I don't, I don't really know that I would pinpoint two per se and say these are my two all year. Um, <clears throat> I think you kind of watch and see how the season's going. Mm-hmm. I, I'll say this, and this may be. This may be a little surprising. So it, to answer his question is where I'm going with this. If that's the case, if we're picking two to start the rest of the season, I'm going to go with Cody Barton. And I think I'm going to go with C.J. Mosley with the Jets. Yeah, I mean, those are good picks. Uh like you said right away, this is a really good group of linebackers to have, and I don't think you really, yeah. you're really picking two to just every week click the button. And injuries are going to happen; they always do. Barton certainly right. played well his first week. C.J. Mosley, Camu uh, Grugier Hill played well. Devin Lloyd had a nice start. Tremaine Edmonds had a decent game. Yep. Um, Michael Walker, T.J. Edwards was the every down guy in Philly. I mean, you got yep. a lot. You got he's got a good group of full time linebackers. So I think you got to check the matchups each week. You know, just looking real quick here. C.J. Mosley gets the Browns. They're going to get the ball to Nick Chubb. They got Kareem Hunt. Yep. You know, that's good. They got Jacoby Brissett at quarterback. They're gonna they're gonna feed the rock to their running backs. So he should be busy, and that's you know he's in a good spot right. to succeed. I do think you keep checking. You know, Cody Barton gets uh, the 49ers. I know Elijah Mitchell's hurt, so but. You know, Shanahan, you know, he likes to pound the rock a little bit. And, um, but I mean, just check the matchups. You got a good group. See who's hot. There's nothing wrong with playing the hot hand. Um, no. But it's really nice. So if you had to pick two, who, who would you go with? I would definitely, uh, I like the Mosley call. Um, I do like the most. Hill after his performance last week is going to be. <laughs> that's not. Yeah, I mean that's what. Yeah, I mean who's Houston get this week? Denver. Yeah, you know they're gonna they're gonna be on the field uh, plenty, but um, I mean it's just so hard to predict for the rest of the season to pick. Two. Rest of the season's tough. I mean I do like Mosley this week. Um, I like Bart Barton. I mean he did bang his knee up a little bit. Did anything ever come out on that, or was it just a minor thing? I've, I've not seen anything, so yeah. This is a good problem to have. Yeah. I don't think you yeah. you know you pencil in Mosley and then if you start anyone a Barton or um Grugier Hill or you know, I mean it's you know the, you know Tremaine Edmonds is not exciting full time guy. I'm not saying starting, but I just mean TJ Edwards, full time guy in Philly, Michael Walker, full guy, full time guy in Atlanta. Yeah, I mean you got a lot wow. of good options here, you know, and then like you said, um a Devin Lloyd even. Yeah, I like the Mosley Barton call. Why not? Yeah, and then he's got a second part. He was also he wants to know is there any news on the severity of Denzel Perryman's ankle injury and whether or slash how long he'll be out. I have not seen. I don't know that if you have, like I said, I've been busy with no. orientation with the new job, so I've not seen anything on that, but I didn't have a I lot looked, of time to look either. Yeah, I um um, I, I didn't see anything last night. I, I wrote up uh, Divine Diablo in my uh, waiver 
waiver column and I looked up to see if there was anything on Perryman last night. There wasn't. And then today I didn't see much either. And I think we're just going to have to wait and see what kind of practice participation he does. He gets going, going through this week and, and um, what news comes out. Um, ankles are always tough, right? They can linger and we don't know how severe. So right. yeah, nothing, nothing um, yet, but we'll, we'll certainly get more as the week goes on. Right. Um, and then our final question comes from our buddy Sal, who's uh, one of our Patreons, and he's always active in the chats. And yeah, he is on Twitter Sal's, with us. And that was awesome. Yeah, he's yeah he's everywhere. I mean, everywhere I go to post something, I see him commenting yeah. on something or somebody else's stuff. So, uh, yeah. So this is from our Patreon chat, and he wants to know who are some of our biggest surprises for each position, D-tackle, DN, linebacker, and safety could be a good player or a good surprise or a bad surprise. Um, uh, yeah, what position, what position tackle. D-tackle, okay. Yeah, let's start with D-tackle. Um, kind of looking real quick here. I can <clears> give you mine if you want. You know, I'm not – yeah, go ahead, go ahead. This was a guy that we saw Thursday night to start the season. That's Jordan Phillips in Buffalo. He surprised the heck oh, out yeah, of me. Good one. He really did. He looked good. Um, Ed Oliver got banged up, and Jordan Phillips, like he made some plays. Man, he had a one, he had a sack and a half, three quarterback hits, four tackles. Um, I think he played about fifty percent of the snaps. But just surprised the hell out of me watching the game. I was like, man, he, he had a – I think they had a replay showing his uh, – I think he made a swim move where he torched the guard. Right. And, um, yeah, he, he just – he stuck out. And it was like, who who is this guy? Re- rejuvenated Jordan Phillips. Um, he, he was he was one <laughs> name that – he was one name that, uh, that stuck out to me. I mean, I don't know that it's going to continue, but he unexpectedly popped week one. I wasn't expecting it, you know. Um, yeah, so, um, yeah, I mean, there's a few names I'm kind of looking for one that really stuck out to me, and I, I'm gonna go with this one because I just didn't expect it week one. Um, and our buddy Dooge is one of his biggest fans, but I'm going to go with Grady Jarrett, right? He seems to always have big seasons, right? He'll, he'll kind of put them together or whatever, but, you know, playing the Saints, he had three, uh, he had five tackles, three, uh, three solos, a TFL, one and a half sacks. Um, and he just really changed that game up front, um, stopping the run, uh, all that stuff for them. I mean, they held Kamara pretty much in check all day. So, and that's a hard thing to do, right? With the way he runs. So not surprising that he's one of the leaders, but I think for week one, I was kind of shocked that he popped up that high. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, it's, um, I like it. You want to go defensive end now? Sure. Another one. Um, this, okay. this one stuck out to me. 34, 34-year-old Jerry Hughes in Houston. I knew it. <laughs> Come on, dude. The old vet showing he's got some he's got some some uh juice in them legs. Three tackles, two sacks, an interception, two quarterback hits, played 60% of the snaps opposite of Grenard. I mean, 
34-year-old Jerry Hughes coming out of the gate hot. Who would have thought? Um, big game. You got to love it, man. Um, yeah, like like I said with Jordan Phillips, like, look at this, right? Didn't expect it and, yeah. and balled out. So, uh, yeah, going with the old vet Jerry Hughes yeah, coming exactly out hot. Who I was, yeah, that's exactly who I was going to pick, so I will change. Um, we already talked about Rashad Weaver. Um, yep. I think that's a good one, I, and I, I really think you should go try to pick him up if you can. Um, I'm going to go back to Buffalo, right? Um, I'm going to go with A.J. Epineza. Got to. Uh, that's had, your boy. You, you know, have to. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> two tackles, one for a loss, but he had one and a half sacks, right? And they, they put him back. I think he's more comfortable playing – with his hand in the dirt, right? Is that defensive end hand of the dirt? Even because yep. last year, I think they moved him a little bit, even though he was defensive end, they kind of moved him, trying to put him as an outside linebacker. And he's just not that he can't do it. He's just not comfortable playing in coverage or as good as he is when he can just put his hand down and go eat, right? So, um, right. plus year three for him. Um, yeah, I've been on his train since the Iowa days, right? So it's good to see mm-hmm. him break out because I didn't expect that, but. Man, that whole defense was eaten. So, yeah, yeah. If you asked me, if he was, yeah, if he was going to ask me if he was going to finish, because I'm looking at our listener two, listener league two here. Um, if you was going to ask me if he'd finish in the top fifteen and scoring at the position, I'd have said no, and that's exactly where he was. So he was right at fifteen. So I think that's wow. Um, that was uh, really nice to see him have a good game like that. Um, Let's go to linebacker. Linebacker. So here's another name I wasn't expecting to be <laughs> talking about. Um, not a huge stat line, but surprising uh, snap share in Carolina, and that is Frankie Luvu, um, linebacker for the Panthers. Ah. So so Luvu led all Panther linebackers uh, in snaps. With uh, He had an 85% snap share. Um, he wore the green dot calling the plays. Um, Jack Thompson was just behind him with a 75% snap share, and then Littleton and Damian Wilson were uh, less than 40%, so they were part-time guys. But uh, Luvu wearing the dot and leading that that linebacker crew in snaps was was a surprise week one. Um, he did have six tackles, five solos, and a quarterback hit. Um, another thing with Luvu is he spent, I think, about a third of his snaps on the defensive line. Uh, I think he about 20 snaps. He played 60-ish. Um, so, you know, getting defensive line snaps isn't always great for your tackle efficiency because um, it's tougher to get him there. But the dude's on the field, and he's probably available in just about every league. But um, not a bad week one production-wise. Like I said, six tackles and a quarterback hit, and he led the group in snaps. Uh, Shaq Thompson's a little banged up, I believe, so maybe he gets a little bump in snaps this week, but like the one takeaway for me, even if that's the case, Lou was well ahead of everybody else. So um, he's going to be involved and obviously they like him. If they were willing to let him call the defense and be out there the most of the whole group, um, that says, that says a lot. So Frankie Louvu uh, did not expect to, to be writing him up in the waiver call this year, this week one. We, we never know what to expect week yeah, one, right? Yeah. <laughs> oh, gosh. I, yeah. It's 
I mean, you think you do because you've watched preseason and you think you've got a handle on it, and then all of a sudden, boom, yeah. it's completely opposite or or somebody comes out of nowhere that you just weren't expecting yeah. or whatever. Yeah. Um, man, I'm, there's a lot of names here. Of course, we talked about Grugier Hill with his 18 tackle performance. I don't think a lot of people saw that coming. Um, I'm, I'm kind of looking at our scoring here, and um, – one that kind of popped out to me is in Seattle, right? You've got Jordan Brooks, you've got Cody Barton, but how about Uchenna and Wasu, right? right? Seven tackles, right. one for a loss, one forced fumble, one sack, one pass deflection, um, and he finished thirteenth at the position in our scoring week one. That's tier one, you know. Because we've got fourteen teams up, so that's a tier one linebacker. You're, he's inside the tier one, and I always anything I base tiers on, I try to do fourteen as an average. So, you know, low end tier one, but week one he was a tier one linebacker. So yeah, I'm right. surprised with Barton well, and and Brooks that he was able to score that high. Right, and he's you know he's a he, he lines up along the defensive line. You look at you look here and. He played 59 defensive snaps and 57 of them were on the D-line. So where he has edge or defensive end eligibility, um, yeah, he had a big week. And he played 89% of the snaps. He played 59 defensive snaps, which is a healthy snap share. Um, you love to see that. You love to see the production. Um, good stuff. So he was useful no matter where he was uh, uh, position eligible. So I like that call. Right, and, and another quick one, I would look at EJ Speed for Indianapolis and even Zaire Franklin. I know a lot of people were on with Zaire, but I had mentioned EJ a few weeks ago. Um, seven tackles, a forced fumble, and a sack, right? Um, so they're kind of – those two are kind of trying to split the, lo- the load of missing Leonard, right? So I think for yeah. until he comes back, those are two excellent waiver wire options that you can pick up so and franklin franklin played uh played every down too he him and kurt him and um yeah okariki played all 70 snaps so yeah if darius leonard yeah. uh we got or dairy there we go i can't shaquille leonard darius leonard i can't uh <laughs> i ain't gonna get that right all year but uh yeah franklin and okarike were the full-time guys and, and speed got involved a little bit as well so yeah um Speed, just for reference, uh, finished at 27. So he was a low-end LB2. And Zaire Franklin finished 43rd. So he was just missed that LB3. So he was the start of the LB4. So I think EJ Speed was helped a little bit by the sack but in our scoring. But um, still, if you need help, you know, that's two that's probably on waivers, you know that you can go right. check and see if they're available. Um, cornerbacks. Corners. Um, I'm going to go with Nate Hobbs over in Las Vegas. Um, Hobbs had nine tackles, six solos, a tackle for loss, and a forced fumble. Um, he played a bunch of snaps up in the slot. He, I think he played 99% of the of the defensive snaps, and it was the most of all the corners. And I think, gosh, what did he play, like 44 of them in the boxer slot. So he was up near the line a lot, making tackles. Um, and 
Um, he, you know, playing the Chargers helps. They like to pass, so that, that definitely gives them plenty of opportunity. The Raiders get Arizona this week. Arizona likes to pass. He should be busy again. So I, I, Nate Hobbs was uh, – he's a guy I'll be putting waiver claims on. Yeah. Um, one that kind of shocked me because um, he's not one that you – oh, and I'm just now seeing on the replay the Watt injury. Um, um, he's not one that you uh, – typically see his name up there, but I'm going to go with a Kello Witherspoon for Pittsburgh, right? Mm. Um, mm-hmm. Think about how bad Cincinnati played. They had Cameron Sutton who had the interception uh, with those other guys, but he had eight tackles, an interception, and a pass deflection. He finished in our listener two league. He was fifth among all corners. Well, he actually he was tied for fourth among all corners in scoring. Um with 26 points. So, um, you know, a lot of people don't roster certain corners all year long. They like to stream them or whatever, you know, and John, our buddy Johnny the Greek does a huge uh, oh, cornerback yeah. article. If you, you have to check out. If you play in a league with corners, you better better check out Johnny the Greek's cornerback article because it's, it's, the, it's the bomb. It's the best out there. It's man. called Johnny. The Monster, and it's perfectly named. It's uh, it's it's beautiful. It's uh, it gives you, yeah. it gives you the matchups to exploit. He tells you which ones are strong, which ones are weak. Gives you all that breaks down the entire cornerback group. Yep, and tells you what which guys are plays, which aren't. And yeah, Johnny's article is is top notch, man. Yeah, it's uh, it's fire. Um, so let's move to safety. Safety. Um, safety, yes. I, safety. I'm going to go with this was a guy. I, I was very curious to see how this Los Angeles Rams safety trio worked out because it was uh, <laughs> a little bit of a mystery, but um, it, it's a good and a bad here. So Taylor Rapp wound up playing every snap. Um, and then Nick Scott played 88% of the snaps. He was next. And Jordan Fuller, um, he took he, he took the back seat here, unfortunately. And I I didn't see that. I, I didn't see that coming. I, you know, so Jordan Fuller played 18 snaps, 31%. Nick Scott played 52 snaps, 88%. And, and Taylor Rapp played 59 defensive snaps. So I had, I was talking with our buddy Tripp, and we had we had, were both thinking it was going to be Fuller and Nick Scott. It sounded like Nick Scott had kind of passed Rap for the other spot as far as starting, and and it was it, it was Rap and Nick Scott when Fuller taking the back seat, like I said. And I thought, um, I thought Nick Scott was the, the standard of the three. He, he just seemed to make more plays. Um, he he did get stiff armed by Josh Allen, but you know, it is what it is. But he had right. seven tackles. Seven tackles, three souls. He forced a fumble. He had a pass defense. Um, you know, he was around making plays, and there's another guy that's probably available on your waiver wire, and he he had the bigger role. Now, Jordan Fuller was a little dinged up. I don't know if that's if the if the, if the snap share splits are going to change or not, but I thought Nick Scott did enough to to warrant his role. So um, he was one guy that was like, you know, what is this the safety trio? How the snaps going to be dispersed? And and him and Rapper the were the guys and Fuller took the back seat, but will that continue? I don't know. But Nick Scott looked the part. 
Right. Um, so for me, I'm going to go to Atlanta. Um, and I'm going to use, I'm going to go with Richie Grant. Um, finished 15th in our listener two league, uh, 10 tackles and a pass deflection. And I also want to holler at Jalen Hawkins too, right? Yeah. The other yep. 50, six tackles and a pass deflection. And he finished 25th in scoring. So um, I had a feeling that one of them, that's your strong, strong safety and free safety, right? So I had a feeling that one of them would really take a leap forward. Um, but it looks like both of them have, you know, uh, one's going into year two, the other one's going into year three. They're on a bad Atlanta team. Uh, and they're finally getting to start full time. So uh, I think Richie grants the play with him being the strong safety, um, especially with the high tackle numbers, right? Uh, if he can stay near that double digit tackle number uh, number all year, he's going to be a really good fancy player. And I, and I like Jalen Hawkins too. So it's kind of a 1A, 1B there. Um, uh, but yeah, I like both of those. I think they were uh, kind of surprised me that they were both that high. So Grant was a uh, Grant was fifteenth. So he started the LB two tier, and then Jalen Hawkins was twenty fifth. So he was right at the back end of that tier. So both safeties were tier two safeties for the week, which is kind of odd. That kind of surprised me a little mm -hmm. bit. It's um, tough, man. This was a great question by Sal, so yeah. I'm going to throw a curveball here. So, rookie, we've went through all the positions. What rookie surprised you? We'll give him a bonus here. Um, I know what mine is right away. We'll go ahead then. Okay, so mine was. So I have I an just, idea, and just in case it's the same guy, you go ahead. Oh, let me find him here again. Um, where did he go to? Let me let me kick back one. I hit my page and it <laughs> took me out of here. Um, so for me, it's going to be Derek Forrest, the rookie from Cincinnati, right? Plays for Washington. Um, they had some injuries uh, with Curl and whatever. He had five tackles, forced a fumble, got an interception, had two PBUs, um, for somebody starting their first NFL game week one, right? Um, mm -hmm. I thought that was a, a big time performance against for him, right? Um, they needed somebody to step in, right? Now, of course, it's against the Jaguars, but that's what you're supposed to do, right? You're supposed to feast on yep. teams that are inferior. Now, some, you know, but that's encouraging because. I don't think anybody started him. I, I would, if you started him um, as an IDP in your league, uh, I'm amazed, shocked, good for you, <laughs> right? Uh, yeah. And the first, and in case that there's multiple, the first one that can screenshot him as a starter in your this week, if you'll screenshot that the first one that can sh prove that to me, I'll send you a sticker. So um, <laughs> I, I just, it's hard for me to believe. I don't even know if most people had him rostered, let alone starting, right. right? I mean, even if you did, he's a, he's a taxi squad stash because nobody saw this coming and you're probably not rolling out 
Derek Forrest week one, with especially at a deep position. Safety's deep, right? So, mm-hmm. yeah, that that kind of shocked me that he he did that well. Right on. Oh yeah, for sure. Uh, mine mine was uh, you, you didn't steal my guy, but it was Dominique Robinson for the Bears. Um, he was the. Yeah, um, he was he was the Bears' first or fifth. Sorry, he was the Bears' fifth round pick this year out of Miami of Ohio. Um, he's a converted wide receiver, uh, tall, lean, athletic guy with long arms. Uh, still played well uh, at the end of his season when he when he converted defensive end at Miami Ohio at the end of his career. And um, he started off with a bang. He he did all, he only played 28 defensive snaps, 41%, but he did play two more defensive snaps than Travis Gibson, who was one of uh, a few few people's favorites as a kind of a breakout player. So he played a couple more snaps than him. And, and Robinson had a really big day. I mean, he, he made good use of the snaps he got. He had seven tackles, five solos, tackle for loss, one and a half sacks, and two quarterback hits. So pre a hell of a debut for uh, for Dominique Robinson, and we'll see if he earned himself some more snaps going forward. Um, He's got that, to right in that defensive end rotation, um, absolutely. And I didn't expect to see this um, out of him week one at all. Uh, I liked him no. as a player. I, I have him stashed in a couple of our leagues. You know, we draft seven, ten rounds IDP rookie IDP offensive rookies. So I got him in a couple spots, and um, I'm, I'm proud um, to have him in a couple taxi squads. He looked good. Uh, I know that game was a sloppy mess in Chicago against San Francisco, <laughs> so it is what it is. But, um, yeah, I mean, the rookie came out with a bang. Does he get a little more run? You know, if he starts getting a few more snaps, he's somebody to start looking at and redraft. If he's sitting on your on your wire in, in Dynasty, definitely stash him on a taxi if you can. Um, but yeah, quite a good start for uh, the, the rookie fifth round pick there for the Bears. And and the instant overreaction is Mac who right with yeah. him trading Mac away, <laughs> and he comes in got a one and a half sacks in his debut, yeah. and which yeah. really good player. Um, and those position those those position convert convert players like that are always interesting because you know they yeah it's like they're just he's still getting you know get his feet under him. He's still learning the position and he's got this long lanky build and he's going to add some bulk to it and figure out what's going on. So you like, you never really know what the ceiling could be. You know, he played at a small school, but interesting guy, man. I, I, I'm, I'm intrigued. Yep. And he, in our listener league two, he finished as the highest scoring rookie last week with 26 points. Yeah. Um, Love that. Yeah, that's uh, that's amazing. That's uh, if you want to look at defense, just overall, he was he finished twenty six. So among all positions defensively, he was twenty sixth overall, which is right at the back end of the tier two. So fourteen twenty eight, wow. you're right there at the back end. So yeah, wow, really really good week for him. Um, Anybody else that maybe caught your eye, Ricky? Another position. Um, I thought. I, I, uh, what about Talanoa Hufanga? Right, oh, that dude. Play, yeah, yeah, he played well. Um, I'm happy to see that. I was such a fan of his coming out of USC, and I know you were too. So, yeah, he's an exciting player. Tone setting safety that you know is he loves to play physical, and I I want to see Tal Talanoa Hufanga continue this because he's. 
he's a fun player, man. Um, I like yeah, that yeah. call. The guy I was gonna say was uh, was Quay Walker for the Packers. Um, I thought I thought he looked the part. Um, right off the jump, he he looked like he like he knew he was comfortable in the scheme. He knew what was up. Um, he was flying around. He ended up with eight tackles, seven solos. Um, he did hurt his shoulder early in the fourth quarter, so his final snap sure doesn't represent what he was actually playing. He was actually, I think Macri shout out to our, our buddy, John Macri uh, PFF. I think Macri said he was around an 85 or 86% snap share before his injury. So he was a full-time guy, which was, we got to see green Bay with two full-time linebackers when hit, when he was healthy and out there with Campbell. So that was pretty nice. And I thought Walker looked the part. Um, he was, he was all over the field. But um, did did uh, hurt his shoulder, so we got to keep an eye on that. But that was that was nice to see. Um, he had a pretty prominent role right off the jump. Good stuff, man. Great questions uh, from all of you guys, especially Sal. That was I wasn't ready for that. Yeah, question. we kind of got late. We kind of Sal sent bringing our the heat. Late for questions. Yeah, Sal Sal uh, bringing the heat. But yeah, Sal's like always it. active. Yeah, he is. Sal's awesome. He keeps us on our toes between the. Uh, Message boards and group chats and Patreon and yep. DMs and all that. He's uh, he keeps us on our toes, but I like that though. He, you know, anytime yeah. you got questions, yep, shoot them our way. We're always glad to help. Um, Absolutely, love that kind of stuff. That's I think that's what makes these shows better because I think sometimes we can kind of get repetitive with stuff, right? So, um, yeah, well, yeah, those questions help and. You know we've done we've done some one on ones with our patreons, right? And that's you know you, that's the game changer with our Patreon because me and Kyle sit down with you. We'll go over your rosters. Just you can ask any questions you want about your rosters, who to pick up, who yep. to drop, who to cut, who to trade, um, who to start, um, who to put on taxi. You know whatever the case may be, and uh, yep. Waver I enjoy moves. those as well. So yeah, that's a big, yeah. yeah, that's a big perk if you can uh, join our Patreon. We we do uh, really well with that. Um, that's fun too. Yeah, that's a fun show, Kyle. Yeah, that was man. It was good to get back in action here after a few weeks off. Yeah, I know it was only a couple of weeks. It felt like months. <laughs> <laughs> you missed me. <laughs> I didn't say that. See, see, you got greedy there. You got greedy. You give me a, you give me an inch, I'll take a mile. <laughs> 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 now, for real though, man, it's, it's it's good to be back, hanging with you, talking football, and and uh, you know, um, regular seasons here now, and um, we're gonna be back on track here. Yep. Barring unfor- yep, unforeseen we'll back, um, stuff coming up, so I think we're gonna try to do Tuesdays going forward, right? Yeah, yeah, let's shoot for that. Yeah, we'll try to do Tuesdays now that the season started. That way we're not uh, missing any Sunday night or Monday night games, and we can give you a full report. So, um, yeah, be sure to check us out next week. Uh, we're going to try to do uh, a Patreon episode as well. So, uh, man, if week two is anything like week one, oof, oof. I don't know what to expect. <laughs> Dang right, man. That's, that's, that's for sure. It was – it was wild. It was, man. Between the upsets, the the surprise performances, the the big days that some of these guys put up. It was 
Week one never disappoints, man. It's uh, what a wild yeah. ride. Yes, yes, and and hopefully we're not sitting here zero and two next week, both of us. Oh my gosh, we better not be. Oh, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be grumpy if I am. <laughs> It'd be a tough listen. I'm just gonna warn we're... you. Yeah, it's it's gonna be rough. <laughs> um, how did you do in your fancy leagues? Win most. Lose most um, half and half. Gosh, I, I'm in so many this year, but I did pretty well overall. I had at a couple leagues where I had Dak and a couple where I had Aaron Rodgers that hurt. Ooh. So I, I drafted my boy and he didn't he didn't come through for me and Dak getting hurt didn't help. But overall I had a pretty solid week. Um yeah, I'm trying to think of how I did in the college in our in our uh, Debbie league or um, C to C leagues, but yeah, I think actually the first week I had a rough run in college. Well, college is three weeks now, but yeah. it was a good week. Good week on that side, and I think I had a pretty, I would say, definitely about sixty percent win rate. Most of my uh, yeah, that's what I was gonna say. I think I'm most of my about just over half. Or, yeah, yeah, I had a few yeah, few duds, but overall pretty pretty solid. Can't. Can't complain too much. Yeah. But that so, could, you know, next week could be the complete opposite. So it's crazy. Very true. Very true. You always but, see yeah, those lineups, so, those those lineups people post on Twitter. Like, can you how many points you think this lineup scored? It'll be like a really good looking lineup that scored like 20 points because they all laid duds. <laughs> <laughs> you just right. never know what to expect. Yeah, it's it's so hard to predict. So um it is. Well, good. At least you're Sounds like you're kind of in the same boat, winning more than you're losing out there. Yeah. So that's always it was a, a good, good thing, right? Um, yep, it was a good start. It was it was I can't complain. I'm sure you're like me, you've got a few leagues or orphans where you've took over. So those yep. those leagues yep. kind of typically take a little longer to get moving because you gotta yep. make your moves, put your stamp on the team. So yep. um, it toughens you yeah. up though, man. It does toughen you up. Um, <laughs> so yeah, glad to be back. Thanks for all the questions. Um, keep them coming. We'll be back next week. Um, we may have a guest next week. We may see if uh, Jace wants to join us. I know he was wanting to join there a week or so ago, and things went haywire on us. So, um, But we may try to bring him on, and uh, we'll figure something out, though, as for guests. But, uh, yeah, we'll be back next week. We thank you for listening. Um Check out Action 24-7. Go to our idpnation.com page. All kinds of articles over there. It's free. Everything's free. Um, There's rankings and articles and Devi and all kinds of good stuff. Um, You've been killing it, man. It's it's been all you. You're absolutely crushing it. I've been busy. Um, I've been doing a little bit of writing over at Football Guys. I got a weekly article that i'm doing there but i haven't had a ton of time and you've been crushing it buddy so yeah i just put up a Debbie uh stock market uh or idp Debbie portfolio for week three just before we jumped on so go check yeah, that out i like um, that and then you know if you can't get enough of me and kyle hit us up on patreon <laughs> we'd appreciate that too um if we both if both of our teams lose this week next week's patreon could be uh could be rough. It could be entertaining. Let's let's just say. <laughs> <laughs> but no, we thank everybody for listening, uh, joining in, uh, being active. Uh, that's what we like when we're always glad to help. So with that, I think we're done. And 
I'll get this posted here in a few minutes, and we'll see you next week. Thanks, everybody, for listening, and thanks for all the questions, man. We appreciate it. We'll catch you next week. Later.